You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. For Panther fans who want to keep pounding. For the ones who want an inside look at the vault. This is, this, this, this is views is from Midstream. Now. Here's your host, Lonzo Wrightsell and Rob Brown. All right, now let's take a look ahead. I, I, you know, the next pod that we drop at the end of this week is going to be a week one preview. We're going to be taking a deeper look at the numbers in the analysis of Carolina hosting the Cleveland Browns. The aforementioned Baker Mayfield show taking on his old team, which, by the way, Baker put out like a line of officially licensed shirts that talked about this. One of them says one night only. And Lonzo, it is a flat out old school NASCAR slash professional wrestling style promotion t-shirt, which I love because it absolutely does tell me that Baker's got a little fire, that this, this game means something to Baker Mayfield. So I was glad to see it. And also, it's just a genuinely funny T-shirt for him to be the first T-shirt that he licenses. Yeah, I'm, I'm guessing there'll be a bunch of those showing up in Charlotte come Sunday. And uh, it definitely got a NASCAR feel to it. And uh, he's playing to the right crowd because of where he is now, for sure. All right, so let's talk a little bit about this season. Let's prognosticate a little bit about this season in terms of win totals, in terms of potential for a playoff. Uh, first and foremost, and we'll start with that, Lonzo, I have seen a pretty polarized view from the national guys about this football team. And I get it. I completely understand it. I have seen projections of 5-12. and 12. I have seen projections of 7-10. and 10. I've seen projections of 8-9. I've seen 9-8. and 8. I've seen 10-7. and 7. I-, I saw one 12-5. Now, I don't think you get the 12-5. I think that's a pipe dream. Hey, dream big. I like it. But the majority of the prognostications that I have seen from the talking big heads in the national media has been predominantly for a, you know, I I mean, it's not 500. No team will ever be 500 again. Uh, But for a either nine and eight or eight and nine football team at the end of this year, and I don't have a problem with that. Nine and eight, I think, is the worst you can do and sneak in with the wild card this year. All right. Nine and eight is the worst you can do. So let's take a look up and down the schedules, though. And let's see, is there possibility to put together a couple of runs and maybe get to that number? Obviously, we know that on the 11th, we open up with Cleveland. Now, if Deshaun's playing in that game, I'm probably picking the Browns. Despite the fact that they've lost some offensive talent, obviously, I'm probably still picking the Browns. But Jacoby Brissett and the Browns, even if the defense is good, 
I don't see them putting a lot of points up. I see Carolina pinning the ears back in this game. No reason that the Panthers don't walk out of the bank 1-0 to open the year. Yeah, I completely agree. And, and Cleveland does have a really good running game. They absolutely do. But uh, Carolina's going to keep the ball for a long time because Carolina has a pretty good running game also, plus all those receivers. And that defense, you keep that defense out there for a long time with the Browns, they're going to get tired. And there is Jacoby Brissett. And there is Jacoby Brissett. That's it. All right, so then, then we move on to week number two. In week number two, your Carolina Panthers are going to be on the road up at the Meadowlands taking on the New York Giants. Now, keep in mind, the Giants last year, 4-13 and record, last place in the NFC East. They did not qualify for a playoffs. But you go back to 2020, and the Giants were actually relatively close to punching a playoff berth. Uh, now, Daniel Jones has suffered from some injuries over the last couple of years. Saquon Barkley is expected to be good in this game. I would like to think the Panthers are a better team than the New York football Jets, uh, excuse me, Giants, but I think it's going to depend on Saquon's health. I think it's going to depend on Daniel Jones' health. If those guys are healthy, if those guys are capable of getting it done, I think that could actually be a really, really decent football game. But I do think even on the road, the Panthers should be able to beat the Giants in week two and start the season off 2-0 like they did last year. So am I willing to also go with you on this and say that the the Panthers are going to be 2-0? Absolutely. They're going up against the Giants. The Giants haven't fixed anything yet. They're still the Giants. The Panthers, I believe, uh, top to bottom is a better team than the Giants. So definitely 2-0 at this point. I think so. I think so. Week number three. This is where it gets dicey. September 25th, the Saints come to the bank. This one is in Charlotte. Divisional matchup. And this one's a coin flip game to me, Lonzo, because the entire league wants to know what Jameis Winston is going to be, right? I mean, Jameis Winston, love him or hate him, at the beginning of last year, before his knee exploded, Jameis Winston was playing good quarterback, right? This year... Not only does he get Michael Thomas back, but they added Landry. They added Olave out of Ohio State. They've got a very versatile wide receiver core. They've got Alvin Kamara and Mark Ingram, who have worked well together in the past. Obviously, Ingram's got some tread worn off those tires, but he's still a bowling ball back in the red zone. Uh, This game could be very, very interesting, and this one is a toss-up game to me. I I don't necessarily know, Zoe, that we have enough information about New Orleans to make this pick. Uh, I could see a season split with New Orleans. I could see New Orleans winning both. I could see Carolina winning both, depending on what the Saints offense look like, because it's not just Jameis coming back from injury, but it's also Dennis Allen taking over for Sean Payton, right? Sean Payton was the offensive mastermind for New Orleans. He's gone. He quit. He left. So now Dennis Allen, a defensive guy, is the head coach, but they do keep Pete Carmichael. Carmichael was the OC for New Orleans last year, who was not the architect of the offense. That was Sean Payton, but he was the ex- the the, the uh, executor. The the he was the the 
he was the guy who did it. He was the guy who ran. There you go. He yeah. did it. Take me a minute. I'm good at radio. Uh, I genuinely, I, I, I don't have a lean on this game, Lonzo. Do you? I think I think the biggest key right there, he said, no more Sean Payton. Sean Payton was pretty, and yeah, they were able to win when Sean Payton wasn't there. It's not like it's not not impossible, but I they also knew that he would be coming back at some point. Now they know that he's not. And I think that plays into it. How much has, has Jameis healed from his injury? How much is he ready for to get hit and uh and in playing shape? And here's the other thing. I think Carolina is getting lucky hitting a few teams early that uh are probably not going to be real sure of themselves. And I agree. I think it might be a split, but I think Carolina gets the early one. So I'm going with Carolina to win and be 3-0 and at this point. And, yeah, I'm not going to go straight homer all the way. They will lose some games, but I think up to this point, they are undefeated. All right. So Lonzo's got him at 3-0. and I can see it. I, I, I can be talked into it. I can be talked into 3-0. and I think the Saints might have some early growing pains, but obviously we'll see them a second time in New Orleans later in the season. However, uh, a week after that, they are back home. We're in the bank when the Arizona Cardinals come a call, and this team obviously interesting in that they had some drama in the offseason with their starting quarterback. This was a team that opened the season 7-0, and but then lost five of its last six games, including getting it handed to them in the playoffs, and they didn't really do a whole heck of a lot. They did get the contract done with Kyler Murray. We had that hilarious homework clause that was a sports radio goldmine for two or three days. But outside of that, uh, while they did secure a core group of guys, Zach Ertz is back, James Conner, A.J. Green are all back, they also lost some free agents. Chandler Jones is gone. Christian Kirk is now in Jacksonville. Chase Edmonds is gone and they didn't really they didn't really upgrade by spending a lot of money they kind of held pat i don't think this cardinals team is going to be anywhere near what we thought they were going to be last year when they started seven and oh is it wild to think that this game being at home could lead to a four and oh start for carolina you know, I don't think it's crazy to think this, but at the same time, Kyler Murray, if he's healthy, he's still short. But if if he's healthy, <laughs> he uh, he is hard to contain with his speed and how quickly he can get in and out of things and, and pick up some yards. This this is my first real concern for the Panthers is this team, right? I don't know which way it's going to go, but I'm worried about Kyler Murray. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I am too. Uh, I, again, I I think that this could be a, I think this could be a win. But much like the Saints game, I could absolutely seeing it go the other direction. Uh, for the sake of having to make a pick, like I said, Kyler Murray is really good. 
but he can't do it by himself. And the, the, the Cardinals didn't really add anything to the offense, an offense that lost five of six, including a playoff game. I think that streak is going to continue in the negative. I like the Panthers at 4-0, and and I hope I'm not being too much of a homer, but even if I am, that streak ends October 9th. The San Francisco 49ers come to town. That is going to be a 4-0-5. Back-to-back-to-back mid-afternoon slots for the Panthers. The Cardinals is scheduled at 4-0-5 as of today. So are the Niners in Charlotte. And this San Francisco team down three starters, including left guard Lakin Tomlinson, who was a big piece of what they did last year, is obviously also now switching quarterbacks, going to Trey Lance instead of Jimmy Garoppolo. Garoppolo's still there. He's the backup. He did not end up getting traded or signing anywhere else. He took up a bit of a pay cut, but a guaranteed pay money cut in order to stay there. I think this is the first falling off spot for the Carolina Panthers because I think this 49ers team is good. They addressed one of their biggest spots of need, which is defensive backfield, which are various Ward coming over from the Chiefs. The only question is, can Trey Lance be good enough? He made two fill-in starts last year. He's thrown 71 passes as a rookie. He's got to take over. Obviously, we had all the issues with Debo Samuel. He did get his contract, but there was some bad chemistry there. All of that being said, this 49ers team is going to be a decent team and a playoff threat. This is the first stumbling point in this in this schedule for me, Lonzo. All right. I You know what? I'm still – I'm a little on the fence on this, but I'm going to go with you as far as I think San Francisco win, but not because of Trey Lance because I, I just – I mean, no one knows what they're going to get. Obviously, the coaching staff thinks – that he's a step up and he's been there long enough to take the reins. But I, I'm going to go with because of uh, Debo and the defense. I, I think that's why um, that San Francisco win this game, but I don't think it's a blowout by any means. Oh, I, 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 I'm not projecting a blowout. I am projecting an L. October 16th, seven days later, the Panthers are on the road out in L.A., honestly, and I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to be uh, a pessimist here. But L.A. is a tough place to play, and the Los Angeles Rams are one of the three Vegas favorites out of the NFC to go back to a Super Bowl. I'm not saying there's not a game on the schedule Carolina can't win, but if we're picking L's along the roster on the road at, a, at the L.A. Rams, is going to be one of them. All right, there's, there's only one question that I have, and I don't have it at the ready, is who's the backup quarterback for the Rams? Because there's been a little bit of an arm problem there. And if that arm problem were to continue, I'm not wishing for an injury. I'm just saying it's there. If that arm problem was there, that changes the game a little bit, except for the Rams defense is still going to be awesome. Uh, Yeah, this this is a loss for the Panthers. But I'm wondering, will Stafford be the quarterback at that point? Uh, You know, and and, and we have a different time and place for this conversation on our show. Matt Stafford's good. And and, and I'm – I'm frankly a little over the disrespect of Matt Stafford. The dude just carried the Rams to a Super Bowl. He's good. All right. By the way, I'm not. I'm not being disrespectful. His arm is hurt. Oh sure, sure. But we are talking October 16th. We are well over a month out from that game. He, 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 Rob, 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 hold on, hold on. I'm an older guy, okay. And when you get older, you get a little arthritic. And Stafford's been up. He took a beating the whole time he was in Detroit. He's getting a little bit older. 
he got his ring. The arm starts hurting a little bit, you know, and, and uh, I'm just saying. Optimism wherever you can find it. October 23rd, you get another NFC South matchup. You also get it in the bank. Tom Brady and the Buccaneers come a-calling. Same situation. Now, what is interesting is over the last couple of days, the drama has started to pick up. The rumors are kicking around that the bleep in Tom Brady's life, as he's called it, is that Giselle was disappointed that Brady unretired. She said, well, if he can play, I can play too. And basically just started taking modeling gigs again and leaving the home ranch in Brady's hands, which for 11 days he just had to take care of. I don't know what's true. He's that. He's on The Masked Singer. He just wanted some. I don't know what's true. And I don't know that we're ever going to know what's true. I will say, I think there is potential for this to be a very un-Tom Brady-like season for Tom Brady. That being said, until I see Tom Brady stumble, Tom Brady's Tom Brady and this Bucks offense is good. Panthers drop this one at home to Tampa Bay. You know, this is another one of those that I believe that there's a good shot at a split. Uh, getting them early on, all those that drama that you just talked about is still fresh. And I really have a hard time picking Tom Brady to do anything. So uh, I think the drama is going to it's going to factor in. And I think Carolina pulls one out and beats Tampa Bay. Let's do two more. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to run through two more and then we'll save the second half of the season projection for the next pod coming out very, very soon. October 30th, the little Halloween showdown. The Panthers on the road at Atlanta. Listen, Atlanta's not a very good football team. I don't mean any disrespect to Marcus Mariota, but he's the fourth best quarterback in the NFC South, and I do rank him behind Jameis Winston. This, I'm going to say this, and you won't hear me say this about a lot of games. This better be a win for Carolina. You better be able to go on the road. You better make sure that you take the Falcons out and get that job done because you do not want to end up in a spot where you are below the Falcons in the NFC South. This is one of a couple of must-win games on the schedule for the Carolina Panthers. Oh, I completely agree. Uh, The fact that they went from Matt Ryan to Mariota, uh, who had such promise coming out, same time that Jameis Winston came out, is those two, one and two, who's going to be the better of the two? And so far, I you got to say that Jameis has had the better record uh, because he's managed to remain a starter a lot longer than Mariota has. Um, but the rest of the team's not good either as far as Atlanta goes. Yeah, Carolina should win this and better win this game. And then November 6th to open up the back half of the schedule, the Panthers are for the second time in the season on the road at a Super Bowl participant. They will take on Joey B, Joe Burrow, and his Cincinnati Bengals in Cincinnati in an early competition. You know, again, this Cincinnati team is good. They are an AFC favorite just behind the Buffalo Bills to represent that side of the NFL in the Super Bowl. I've got no doubt that Joey B will be in, if not the AFC championship game, no worse than the AFC divisional round. And then it's just going to be a matter of the seeding between Kansas City, Cincinnati, and Buffalo, who I do think will be three of the four teams last standing as to whether or not they make it to the AFC title game. But they got as good a chance as, uh, of any of those three teams 
of making it to the dance. This is going to be a tough game. Cincinnati's got a ton of offensive weapons. They are able to beat you any way you need them to with the football. I got this one pegged as an L for the Panthers as well. Yeah, you know, historically, when a team loses a Super Bowl, they don't do so well the next year. So you can look at it and think, yeah, Cincinnati's probably not going to do that well. That's historically. It doesn't happen always. I don't think it's going to happen for Cincinnati. I think they're going to be even better this year because they were really a year ahead of schedule making it to the Super Bowl last year. So, yeah, it's going to be really hard for Carolina to beat the Bengals. So this is probably a loss. Yep, I'm going to agree. That is nine games down. There are eight more on the schedule. And if you want to find out where Lonzo and I have the Panthers finishing out, don't you worry, friends. Make sure you keep it t- uh, tuned in right here to Views from Mint Street. It's available wherever major podcasts are found, on Spotify, on Stitcher, on iTunes, on Google Play. Make sure you are subscribed and have your alerts turned on to the Views from Mint Street podcast. And like we always say, if you got family members that are Panthers fans, hook them up with the podcast. If you see a guy walking down the street in a Panthers hat, hook him up to the podcast. We are going to be throughout the season your source for game previews, reviews, and news throughout the season. We look forward to bringing it to you, Alonzo. Any parting words for the people? I got a little something extra for you. Baker! Baker! That's two. I love it. I love it. We get paid by the Baker around here, ladies and gentlemen. That's it for us. The next episode will be dropping in the next few days. Make sure you pay attention for it. And please, if you like the podcast, spread it around. Make sure your friends and family are liked and subscribed to it. You've been listening, ladies and gentlemen, and Panthers fan around the nation, to the Views from Mitch Street podcast presented by Odyssey. I'm Rob Brown. He's Lonzo Reitzel. We'll see you next time. Keep pounding, baby.